Welcome to Off the Screen. Podcasts all about basketball. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Guys, it has been a long, long, long break since we've done a podcast. Yeah, we we took our vacations because you know we're we're, we're allowed that, yeah. and uh, and I got COVID protocols. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, breaking health and safety. Mike, Mike has entered health and safety protocols. <laughs> uh, beyond that, I just think the league. It's been fun watching basketball. It's been very hard to like, kind of, be on it and like take it serious and know what's going on or whatever you know. And then just, I needed a, like, break after school burnt me out and everything. So, like, I I did, like, actually, that's a lie. I didn't even take a proper break because I, like, immediately started, like, working on a programming project. But that's what it was. Like, I, I was, like, busy-ish over the, over the break because I was trying to just, like, you know, develop my skills or whatever. So, like, all my free time, like, I just didn't want to do anything. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I've just I've been out like since uh, let's see, we were last recorded like mid December. Mm-hmm. I have been to like three or four states. Like I spent time in New York, Boston, like Rhode yeah. Island, Connecticut, etc. No wonder you got uh, I've been all over the place. <laughs> were you asymptomatic, oh by the way, or was it like? Huh? What were your symptoms? Was uh, so, it bad? There was uh, the like most of the symptoms for me was just like uh, I had a headache mm-hmm. and coughing. But the first night, uh, I guess not the first night I felt I felt something. The second night I felt I really <laughs> felt sick. Like I was miserable. I, I was just like I I couldn't sleep. I couldn't breathe. I felt like sh- I felt like shit. It was bad. Um, but, like, after that, I just started, like, getting better. And the only thing that really lasted was, like, coughing for a week for no apparent reason. I've been coughing for, like, three weeks now, which I apologize ahead of time. Or I guess not ahead of time because I think I just coughed. Like, it probably got picked up by the mic. But um, I've been coughing for, like, three weeks. Took a COVID test. It was negative. No other symptoms, just straight coughing. And, um... The at-home test, you got to be careful because uh, the at-home test, uh, first, my mom felt uh, like, it's like, I think it's like a, on a random Tuesday that I, I, I caught COVID because like, first, my mom felt sick, mm-hmm. got her a COVID test. She was perfectly fine. Uh, went to go see one of my friends. Uh, one of my friends, uh, he said he took a COVID test. Uh, he, he took a COVID test. Uh, he, he tested negative and he just like felt like flu-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. And then like two days later he calls me he tests positive then like oh. this the second day i'm feeling sick that's when i test positive like so oh well mm. i took a pcr test they just never sent me my results like they just decided like not to tell me what the results were i guess like i never heard back from them at all i don't know if I have a speculation that they spelled my email wrong because uh, my Jordan. Is, yeah, they probably spelled it with an A at the end, but like my name spelled with an O for like those of you guys who don't know, which is probably everyone because I don't see why anyone who listens yeah. to the podcast would know how to spell my name. But um, it's not something we talk about the spelling of our names. Yeah, Mike my, my, Michael is spelled normally, so. <laughs> no, nothing different there but um yeah i took the pcr test never got a result i waited till like the end of that week i took an at-home test came back negative at this point that was three weeks ago anyway so like i wouldn't be contagious yeah. regardless but i still have this cough which is horrible yeah i don't know i i'm back at like i came back to boston like before i felt sick uh and like literally my grandparents got sick. My aunt got sick. Oh, my little no. cousins. 
my little brother. The only person who was fine was my little sister. She was just like, and my sister was like hanging out with everyone. Like, oh, you guys are sick, like hug, etc. Like she's like triple vax or whatever. So it was like, she's not, and she already got it like once. So it's yeah. not like she was being like stupid about it, but like. It was everybody she's, vaxxed? She's the only one. Yeah, everyone's, nice. everyone's vaxxed. Like. Nice. Um, my grandparents took the oldest, uh, took the longest to recover. So like maybe like a week, uh, one of my little cousins, 12 hours. Wow. Like, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I wanted to get a booster, but I'm waiting because I've been told you can't show any symptoms when you're getting the booster and I still have the cough. So no, whenever that's gone. Dude. It's honestly everyone. Everyone, I a lot of my friends got got uh, COVID like in the past month or whatever, and everyone's main complaint is the freaking cough that refuses to like leave. It's so annoying. That's what I doubt it was COVID because I didn't have anything else. But like at the same time, if it was, I wouldn't be that surprised. But every time I get a cough, that shit lasts for like a month at least. Awful. 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 But yeah. Okay, we're almost seven minutes in, and we haven't talked about basketball yet, so let's get around to that. Um, we actually have some breaking news, kind of. I'd say breaking news. We have some some exciting news that came out yesterday when we were originally supposed to record, but schedules didn't line up. Um, By the way, this isn't our normal recording schedule. We record on Sundays, but we missed so long that we felt bad and decided to drop a midweek episode. So still in Boston, so weekdays are easier for me right now. Yeah, so as of now, we'll probably do like a weekday schedule, but it'll probably be inconsistent just because like I'll have class and like he is again in Boston, so he can't do weekends. But yes, the All-Star game, or not the All-Star game, but All-Star weekend, the Rising Stars game has received a different format. It's going to be kind of like a tournament. It's going to be teams of seven. With, uh, okay. I believe, first and second year players eligible. Mike, you might want to look this up and fact check me. But first and second year players eligible. And four G League players from, from the G League Ignite uh, will be allowed to play. It'll okay. be coached by members of the 75th anniversary team. And Okay. And uh, the assistant coach coaching staff will be comprised of like different coaches from the head coaches that are going to be in the All Star game, if I remember correctly. I think I got all that correct, though. Yeah, four teams, seven players. Uh, four teams. Okay, that's where I messed up. Yeah, Rising Stars with four teams with seven players each in a three-game mini tournament. It makes sense. The USA versus World format is not going to work now i think like there's certain names like lucas Lucas aged out shea gilgis alexander's aged out like the people coming in is like evan mobley scotty barnes and Cade cunningham will all be on the same team and like that's gonna be there's just there's just some great great players isn't Anthony Edwards still eligible for it? Is this his second year or third year? Uh, second year. Yeah. So Ant is going to be on that team too. Uh, RJ Barrett is now too old yeah, to be on, this is on, the, third year. on the foreign team. Josh Giddy will be there, I guess. And It's going <laughs> to yeah, be a one-sided uh, game. players, step up. Like, come on. Franz Wagner, I think he's he, – is he American? Yeah, I mean, I can I can make an assumption, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he's German. He's German. Okay, yeah. So he'd be on the world yeah. team. There's three of the top four people in the rookie of the year race are fucking Americans. <laughs> it's just not going to work if you if you try and do that. Like, so I'm glad they're switching it up. It's going to be draft based actually. So the coach will draft their team. Each coach will draft their team. And uh, the four teams will go head to head in like a tournament setup. So I guess that 
How is that going to work? Are they going to play fun. like back-to-back games? No, I think it was like a... Okay, yeah, here's the... Um, each semifinal game will be played to a target score of 50, while the mm. championship game will be played to 25. Oh, so they're short, short games. Yeah, that's, that's, that honestly sounds fun. 25 points. Oh my gosh, first team to 25. There's dudes who can drop 25 in like 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that this sounds fun. I might. Well, I I never really watched this game because you know it's uh historically useless. But this sounds actually fun. It's fun. Uh, the one where like Zion and Ja first came into the league, that was fun. That was the 2019. Rising Stars game, I think. Uh, Zion and Jaw, that was... Uh, 2020. Yeah, because it was two years ago. Yeah, the 2020 one. That, was, that, was, that was fun. I, I do remember Zion. <laughs> we, we, could, we could get around to that at some point. But... Uh, actually, yeah. I, I don't have much else to say on this All-Star topic. We can get to that now if you want. <laughs> Well, they announce the starters, uh, the starters tomorrow, uh, which do? actually okay. Predictions, predictions. Yeah. Uh, let's. It is what fifty percent fan vote, twenty five percent coaches, and twenty five percent media. I think. Uh yes. Okay. Starters like... for the East. Let's start with the Eastern Conference because both our teams are in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I just need a. Uh... Is there anywhere I can see the voting totals? Uh, you can look it up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I don't. Let's see. Okay. Like obvious, obviously, like KD's gonna gonna be there. Uh, obviously, Tatum. Right. Okay, hold on, hold on. I don't no, know. No, no. As a starter, no, not obviously Tatum. Tatum has had a, like a shit year. What do you read? This is the. Four... Okay, Giannis. Was the thirteenth the last one that came out? Hmm. Was the thirteenth the last? The last vote, I think. The so. Last fan voting. Maybe so. You send me the link. I will. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so my pick. I'm gonna start with back backcourt for the East. I have Demar Derozan, and I think he's made Ooh. enough of a case that uh, Fred VanVleet will be the second starter. And if not Fred VanVleet, Fred VanVleet's second starter. I think because of the coach and the the media votes, I think he'll get it. If it's not him, then it's probably James Harden. I think Zach Levine missed a decent amount of time for it to be him. I think Trey Young hasn't had as much of an impact as last year, like at least like stats wise and stuff. Like he's just not like looking as good as he did last year. Whereas, like, Van Vliet okay, is, like, so, having a career year. There's more of a story around him, I think, which is why they'll do it. We're, so, we're talking about front car... Uh, we're talking about guards in the East. Mm-hmm. And with fans accounting for 50% of the vote, you think Fran Van Vliet is going to jump over Derek Rose, Kyrie Irving, LaMelo, James Harden, Zach Levine. That's outdated. That's I sent you an outdated list. <laughs> Fred cleared Derek Rose. Okay, because I'm like I'm looking at the list and I'm like, I don't see how that's happening. Yep, yep, that is my problem. Okay. Uh. Okay, no, never mind. He's seventh. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not, Fred. Then, I thought he was higher. I thought he got up to like four. All right. So if that if that's the case, then uh, Demar and Trey. I think that's a safe bet. To do Demar and Trey, that is my mistake. I got really confused. Yeah. Also, I would just, I would just be confused. I'd just be confused regardless. Fred Van Vliet, a starter. Mm-hmm. Like no, dis- the- no disrespect to to him. Like, I think he has like the, His- the second best on off numbers in the league after Jokic. Um, okay. Front court, front court is vote, obvious. We all vote. Hmm? Front court is obvious. That's no, the, KD, KD, Giannis, Embiid. 
hands down. Yeah. Like, I don't see any other, like, because let's see, Giannis is playing at his, you know, Greek god level. Um, mm. Joel Embiid is making a case for himself to be MVP. Yep. And KD KD. is... Like, I don't there's know there's what else nothing else. K- KD is Kevin Durant. Like he's <laughs> he's he's gonna be the starter. Like he's gonna be the captain of the team. There's there's no arguing that. I'm really surprised that yeah. Celtics fans like let Jalen Brown get tenth on the list, considering like he's had a better season than Tatum so far. Uh, okay, so the thing about Celtics fan is half of them want half of them want to trade Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. A quarter of them want to trade. Uh, want to trade uh, Tatum. That's got to be a lie. No way that many people want to trade Tatum. And the rest of them are just like lost and confused. I'd be too. Celtics are kind of horribly built, and it's like they're not deep enough to make the trades to fix it. That's the issue. It's like if you want to fix the roster, you have to trade one of the Jays, which is a stupid idea. You should not separate them. So you have to exactly. wait and build the team properly. Like I, the, I think the people, people of uh, the person, like people most think is likely a trade, like we can trade away, is uh, Schroeder, but it's only a one-year deal, so it's like you'd have you to trade, be a contending team. You trade Schroeder on a one-year deal. What do you get back that's going to fix this team? Nothing. Exactly. Schroeder doesn't have high value. Like, Horford doesn't have high value. Robert Williams, you trade him, then you lose like all your interior defense. We are not tra- like there. There are three players I consider untouchable on the Celtics. Well, one hundred percent, Tatum and Brown, one hundred percent. And then, like on a lower tier, is Robert Williams. He's not untouchable. He's just expensive. Yeah, like because he's just so much. Also, a we don't have a backup center. B, B like. He- just the just his game, his play this past season, like is really like he's grown. The only thing I wish is a little bit more like a consistency health wise, but like other than that, like these days, like that that's hard to find for anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like other than that, like he that he's been doing great, and I'm just excited to see him grow as a player. Right, and, and the rest. Marcus Smart's value is tanked compared to what it was like three years ago. Yeah, the, the rest I was just like I don't know. I part of it is like uh, maybe the Celtics just really do need to be bad for a mm-hmm. while, like for a bit. Like people talk about trading cost Beal for Beal. I mean, but I don't see uh, a world where like you end up getting Beal. I don't think you have the assets for it. Also, it's like to to what end? It's not like we it's we've never had a problem scoring the ball. We've had a problem playing defense. Right. <laughs> like and, and you Beal had a problem distributing the ball is an issue. It's too ISO heavy. So when like the shots aren't falling, like it's a horrible night. And you have a problem with it? leadership. And that seems to be a problem in Washington now with the way people have been reacting with like Wizards fans have been freaking out recently. What is what is going on with Washington? Did you hear about the Twitter space? No. There was a Wizards Twitter space after the game last night, which maybe we should have addressed. The Wizards had a 35 points, somewhere around there, 35-point lead on the Clippers without oh, Kawhi yeah. and without Paul George. And they lost. After leading for like the entire game, Luke Kennard scored like seven points in nine seconds. The refs apparently went back and confirmed that it wasn't a foul on the last play. So like the Clippers just got, or not the Clippers, the the Wizards just got hoed at the end of the game because they didn't review it. And um, there was a space, and on on Twitter, which like people were just talking, like Wizards fans. And it was like a toxic space. Like people were like talking so much shit about the team, about Bradley Beal, and like big NBA names were kind of in there. Like, or some of them, some big NBA names were in there. Like, 
big for what you'd expect for a Twitter space. So like, Kenny Beecham was there, I think. So I, I so I've been told. Uh, Quinn Cook started speaking in the space at one point. They had him on the space, and most notably, as they were talking all this shit, Bradley Beal's wife was in the space. Oh. So, oh my God, Washington, yeah. Washington. I don't. Like, yeah, no, that, that was rough. Nothing good is happening in that city right now. <laughs> nothing. Nope. <laughs> so people want to finally commit oh to blowing up the God. team. They were talking shit about the owner. They were talking shit about the GM. They were talking shit about Bradley Beal. They should have blown. They should have blown up the team when they got talking rid shit of about uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, Westbrook. No, before John Wall, before acquiring Westbrook, when they yeah, when John Wall got hurt, they should have blown the team up because they knew they knew everyone knew that you were not going to win anything with with uh, Bradley Beal by himself. And now Lakers and yes, fans are got... talking about trading John Wall for Westbrook. Like, that's going to happen again. <laughs> do we, do the, I'm sorry. The, do the Lakers realize John Wall's also not that good? I'd say the Wizards won that trade. I don't think it's necessarily the Lakers as an organization. I'm not sure if it's come from them, but a lot of people are talking about it because they're like, contract-wise, it's what makes sense. The Lakers have no assets. I, I don't know why they keep talking about trading or whatever. What are you going to trade? THT, the, the, Kendrick, not in a pick. <laughs> and that they say every time. From like 10 years from now. Every fucking time they're like THT and, uh, and a pick. That? That's it's so funny. I, I, think the next, I think the next first round pick they have is like 2027. Yes. Yes. If I remember correctly, that's what it was. So... You're gonna, you see, you're talking about middle schooler. Yep. (laughs) You're gonna trade a for middle schooler right now. That shit does not matter. The Lakers, I don't think they can fix their roster. I saw someone, I saw a tweet that killed me. They were like, I don't remember who 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 tweeted it. They were like, oh, um, they're like they're like Palinka's just gonna trade for Paul Millsap and call it a day. That shit was funny. Like, yes, like at least the Clippers have the excuse of injuries, right? Their whole their whole team is injured. Not their whole what? team, but like their their stars. Yeah, the two people where they spent all their money on. Yep. Yep. Like what is it? Like 70 percent of their cap space is injured. <laughs> Lakers. <laughs> I Anthony Davis has never been healthy. Yeah, and even when he was playing, he was horrible this season. Westbrook He is... should be coming back, though, I think, within the next uh, week or two. Yeah, next next couple days. But um, it's AD, so we'll see about that. Westbrook is... Um, I, I don't know. Again, love to watch him. Uh, well, no, watch. <laughs> love his intensity. <laughs> love how he, how, like, he puts his all into it. It was a but bad he's his trade. his own worst, worst, worst enemy. It was a bad trade. I and I knew that from the start. And I don't know why they thought it was going to be a thing. I don't know why everyone thought that the Lakers were going to like win a championship because like it just doesn't make sense as far as like team building. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh!" And they signed like, blah blah blah. They're, they're talking about all these pickups. Like Carmelo Anthony was going to save the day in twenty twenty two. Forty year old, forty year old <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, they lucked out that they got Malik Monk because if they didn't, like, the Lakers... <laughs> the Lakers would, would, would have, like, 10 wins right now. Well, not, like, 10 years ago. If this was 10 years ago, the Lake, this Lakers team would be broken. 10 years ago. Yeah. And... Exactly. And most players are subject to fodder time. As time goes on, their performance decreases. How Except the hell like LeBron one guy on that roster. <laughs> like, before we were recording, I was just looking at like Le- Le- LeBron's minutes and stuff. This is the most minutes he's played in like four seasons. 
It's also the best basketball he's played in like three. <laughs> yeah. He's uh putting the highest number of points. Let's see, what was it? He's putting up the highest number of points since uh two thousand nine, two thousand and ten. When he would that was the the last year of his first Cleveland stint. Did he win an MVP that year? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and he's not even in terms MVP of, conversations. That's the funny part. Yeah, no, like the only thing, like he, it's a, in terms of like his uh, his seasons with the Lakers. The only thing you can really complain about him like being uh, doing worse at is assist. But that's because no one on his team can make a shot. Yeah. I'm, I don't even want to talk about the Lakers, bro. Everybody talk about the Lakers. They're too bad of a team to keep talking about. Like, I don't understand why. I mean, I do because, like, big market or whatever, and people like LeBron and shit, but, like, I don't know. Lakers fucking Someone suck. get LeBron out. Also, he's playing West Coast so many minutes. Guys, I want to see LeBron play with his son. I don't want to see him, like, play, what is it? You want to complain about people minutes playing minutes? Uh, wait till I go on my Raptors rant later on. Western Conference front court or back court. Let's start with back court because we started with back court in the last one. Any okay. argument that it's not Steph and Ja? Uh, none. Would you argue Luca over Ja? I would not. Not this no. season. Okay. Just good. What? Like, okay. Luca's missed significant amount of time, and like, I, he, I use Luca. Worse. You know what? You you know what to expect, but like his team's not Foul doing baby. that great. Also, John Morant, what are they? They're sitting at like number three in the Western Conference. Absolutely, the Memphis Grizzlies are like the peak of like what a rebuild should be. Absolutely, They're like incredible team. I went on a huge rant about the Grizzlies like last episode or the one before. <laughs> Sorry, there's that cough, but like they are an incredible team. And like they're not even finished with their rebuild. Like I love the Grizzlies and like what they're built, what they're putting together, and the fact that they got rid of fucking Grayson Allen. Oh my Personal god, things. Grayson Allen. Yep. Never. I didn't like him in college. I don't like him in the NBA. He's just a dirty player, bro. Like it's there's no denying it. He's just done it too much at like too many different levels, and just like continued to make dirty plays. It's like rough. <laughs> That was his rep in college, dirtiest player in college basketball. I don't know, like... Might be dirtiest player in the NBA, too. <laughs> Zaza's gone. <laughs> yeah, no. He, he's, he's trying to put up, like, historic numbers like Zaza. Or yep. Who else was, like, a historically dirty player? Uh, Rondo? If you ask anybody in our fucking group chat, they're going to say Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking heat high. <laughs> All right, front court. All right, front court. Uh, Bron and Jokic are a lock. I don't. Yeah. I Andrew Wiggins at third place. Andrew Wiggins. Oh, that's gonna be sad for him with playback. I'm gonna be upset. Performance. Because I'm gonna tell you what happens. Most likely, if he comes back, they're going to give the spot to AD. And they should not give the spot to AD. Paul George is injured. He's not going to be able to play. You, The most deserving player of that starting spot is Carl Anthony Towns. And they are not going to give it to him. Nah, not going to. Also, he's just, AD just has too much of a lead. That... Can be overcome, especially if AD is not healthy. It's AD. Well, he can be a reserve. I'm saying Carl. If Carl Anthony Towns makes it, it's going to be as a reserve because he right will. now he AD will is... make it as a reserve. But he should be a starter. He's the most deserving of that spot. He's played well. The Timberwolves are like having like their best season that they've had in forever. Like I would, I would say, give it to Cat. It's not like if he counted as a small forward, they would have probably given it to Ant. But yeah. he's a two, if I remember correctly. But the Timberwolves, yeah. seventh seed, 24 and 23. When was the last time we could have said that the Timberwolves are over 500 after like eight games into the season? 
or let me be generous, like fifteen. I I mean, good job. I don't know. This season, it's like the they're top seven and three in their last ten. They're a, and they're a great defensive team, which is really fucking weird. Yeah, no, but it's like I don't know. The top teams have such a lead above like every everyone else. I feel like in both conferences. Yeah. It's just, I just don't know what, like, I don't know. Good job, Timberwolves. It's kind of like the league is more wide open and, like, less wide open at the exact same time. It's, like more, it's like, more wide teams. open. There's, there's there's more teams that could be contenders, whereas, like, there's, like, a big gap between good and bad teams. Yeah. Although, I appreciate the New York Knicks sucking again. It's It's great. <laughs> Although I'd say in the East it's not as bad. No, the East is still bad. Look at the look at how many points are behind, like between Philly and Charlotte. The East is oh, they're close in wins. Like games behind, it's like they used to be a lot closer, but like from one to six is only two and a half games. Yeah, like okay, so no, the games behind, like for uh Phoenix being three whole games in front of Golden State, wild. Although yeah, Golden and then State being six and a half games a in front of Memphis, right and then being eight games in front of Utah, the East is more balanced. Yeah, and after Phoenix Utah, is going crazy, crazy by the way. They balanced. they don't even have ten losses yet. <laughs> more than halfway through the no. season. Yeah. No. Uh... That thing about the about Phoenix getting to the finals is a fluke. Yeah, thirty seven and nine, like seven game win streak. They've won the last nine out of ten. Uh, Twenty three and seven against the conference. Second highest uh, point differential. Like, yeah, they're going they're going fucking nuts in Phoenix. It's like not even something people are talking about, which is funny. Yeah. I mean, Phoenix... no, no one likes, no one talks about Phoenix. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Chris Paul upset me, like the last playoff run, and I know he's like done it before, but like I feel like Chris Paul finally making a deep playoff run has like really emphasized how dirty of a player he is. <laughs> it's like he's finally there long enough that like, and like you're, it's playoff basketball, so like you're really paying attention to every minute. It's like. Whenever he does shit, it's like it was pissing me off. But the Phoenix Suns are a great team, bro. They're a really I good think team. Uh, Chris Paul is that thing that everyone has respect for for the player and just the way he plays. But it's like when he's going up against your team, you're like, I, I don't know. He's, he's just the biggest like pest. Yeah, like the talent is there, but like, just don't make the dirty plays, bro. You don't need to. You really don't. But they got to capitalize on having Chris Paul because who knows how long he can play at this level. It's like a miracle he's already... He's, he's someone else who's who's mad old. Yeah, exactly. He's a vegan, like, so it's all good. One of these days, it's coming soon, LeBron, Carmelo, and Chris Paul are going to be on a banana boat, and it's going to be them enjoying their retire, retirement. And it's going to be sad. It's, it's going to be bittersweet. It's not going to be sad. That's true. It'll be it'll be a good thing. Oh, well, league is in good hands. Yeah, I hope it's like you grew up with these players. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. But like, I mean, Giannis, Ja, Luca, the Pat, Trey, coming in now. Uh, like, I'm, I'm a, Cade, Scott. I'm like, there's so the, many good yeah, players. Evan Mobley, it's like ridiculous ceiling. The, like, the amount of talent coming into the league is, like, insane. So it's it's going to be sad, like, seeing all these people move move on and, like, retire. But, like, there's plenty of talent coming in. It's going to be, like, really exciting to watch for, like, the next decade and a half. I mean, look look at Cleveland right now. They're sitting number four in the Eastern Conference. Like, Cleveland's they're starting a legit to... Team. What was it? Uh, if one of their players had, like, an achievement that, like, Trump Le- uh, LeBron's thing. It's like it's finally nice having someone else's name be up there. <laughs> like... Cleveland's a good team. There's a there's a lot. Um, I wanted to go on a bit of a Raptors rant. I'm sh- you probably want to go on a bit of a Celtics rant too, but since we haven't been no, I've here, given, I've given up on the Celtics. 
Oh, go, okay. go off. Well, we 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 gotta talk. We gotta talk about them blowing leads again, at some point. But um, where the fuck is our bench? Our bench has been, if I remember correctly, statistically the worst in the league. There nice. is uh. By the way, we're playing right now. Actually, I don't know. I don't even know how we're doing. We lost. 105 to 111 against the Bulls. It was a good team. I'm not going to be upset about us yeah. losing against a good team. But, like, I saw a stat literally earlier today about, like, our bench. And it was like we got outscored. I think we've outscored the other team's bench 16 times out of, like, 55 so far this this season, which is, like, pitiful. And it's just, it's just been bad because our starters have been incredible. Like, career year for OG, career year for Fred VanVleet, career year for Pascal Siakam. We we started at point guard last game and this game, I think. Started at point guard, okay. and he had 19, 7, and 8 at the half. Incredible. Guaranteed all-star lock. If he's not, I'm rioting. All-star lock, Pascal and Fred VanVleet. The Raptors will be probably one of the worst teams to have two all-stars in the league. <laughs> but it must happen because our bench sucks. And that's the only reason why we're doing bad. If we had like a Miami deep bench, we're let me look at the standings real quick. If we had a Miami deep bench, I would be confident saying that the Raptors would be top five in the east because milwaukee's had so many injury issues top five in the east <laughs> they've missed a lot of time with drew holiday they've missed some time with Giannis. they've missed some time with middleton i could confidently say that we're definitely ahead of philly if that's the case because even right now we only have five less wins than them i mean <laughs> philly has a giant albatross under, around their neck which they refuse to fix. We also have like five players averaging more than 15 points per game, which may not hold true now because Scotty Barnes might be averaging like 14 point something now because he kind of went into a slump. He got hurt. Yeah, 14.6. 14.6. Scotty Barnes got injured. He was playing injured for a while. Still probably is. It's kind of difficult to say. I feel like he's playing because, like, if he doesn't, like, our team is done for because we have six people who know how to play basketball, maybe seven. <laughs> Tim Birch has been injured. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. was out for a lot of time. Got hit by COVID kind of hard at one point. Like, it was just – and our bench sucks. Awful. Svima, hi, Luke trash <laughs> Malachi Flynn good game last game but other than that has been has been really a letdown considering like what he showed in like summer league preseason like he looked like he was really developing and even just from last year he did so much better last year <laughs> I'm not gonna hold anything against Banton it's his first year I'm holding nothing against Banton nothing against Scotty Barnes who's played well Although, like, the past few games, like, he's had, like, some defensive sets that have cost us big time in games. But, again, injured first year. Okay. And I'm not going to hold anything against Champagne because, one, he's been fire for a bench guy. <laughs> and, two, uh, also first year. Correctly. But team's just been disappointing, bro. And I'm so afraid that we're going to injure everybody because we've been running like six man rotations for like the past six games or something like that in that? Uh, January. The, the reverse Budenhoser. The reverse Budenhoser. The Tibbs too. Uh, the Tibbs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse has been like running our players into the ground, bro. Like. 
the amount of times I've seen 40 minutes or more, like just looking at box scores for like the past couple of weeks has been depressing. <laughs> that being yeah. said, we do perform well to an extent, but like it's it's just like rough when um your team is gassed at the end because you're only playing six guys and you're playing like four games in six days and shit like that like we need a bench desperately and that needs to be addressed either at the trade deadline or in the offseason unless we're committing to an absolute full rebuild but i don't think we need to i think we have more than enough talent to move forward i think the raptors like did a great job at just acquiring talent keeping what they had like just put in some more bullets in the clip and then like one more off season two more off seasons and they could just let it rip and we'll like run the east for another 10 years but run the east for on, 10 years that depends on how it's done that depends on what's done in in the off seasons i don't mean like necessarily like win it you know but like raptors for the past aside from like last year dominant uh, yeah, aside from last year, for like seven years straight, we had the second best win record after the the Warriors, and the most, no, the second most playoff wins too. I think, as a team, yeah. So, I I think that concludes my Raptors rant. I mean, I guess I should go on to Celtics. Honestly, or you I can weigh in on my team. Hmm. Or you can weigh in on my team, whatever you... And you, you know I don't watch Toronto games. I have no mm. idea. Mm. Hater. Oh. I, I, I'm just going to be honest. Celtics? I have no idea what's going on. Have you been watching? Uh, not not actively. I've just been paying attention from here and there. Like the this, Celtics, this is why we needed... Like... I, I tried to get Alejandro back. Because I'm sure he's been watching... And I wanted to know how a Celtics fan would feel about Ime Udoka as a as a head coach. Okay, so he needs. To, I don't like all his comments to the media. To him What's talking about saying? like we need leadership on the floor, etc. You do. You are the coach. You are the coach. You 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 be that leader. You it doesn't put that, someone in that in that position. That's a thing, and, but at the end of the day you need someone on the floor who's going to do it too and lead by example. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a this is the issue. You're trying to I I'm criticizing Imedoka as more of like you're a coach, you should know how to do this. You should work better on those like late game sets because oh my god, if we blow another lead, I'm going to lose it. But like <laughs> <laughs> no, the amount of headlines I see Celtics Celtics up by twenty, uh, up by fifteen or whatever, and then at the end of the and then like when the game ends, I get another notification: Celtics lose game to such and such. I'm like, how? Yep. It's annoying. And then really? I've always been like, Tatum needs to work on his shot selection. Jalen Brown has been in and out of the lineup. All of them have been in and out of the lineup. Um. They need to pass the ball. Watching watching the Celtics play is just it's fun as a team because I like seeing people like flourish. So Brown and and Tatum when they do well, great seeing them. But it's just what it's just they're just taking turns with the ball, and the rest of the team is just standing around with your occasional alley oop to to Robert Williams, who's honestly been the what if there's one thing I have nothing bad to say is Robert Williams like. Blown away by his performance this season. He's a Raptor killer, too. Like, the amount of, like, offensive (laughs) boards he gets. He's, like, one of those dudes who, like, plays up against us really, really well. It looks like Scotty Barnes might be a Celtics killer. (laughs) But, like, it's just going to be really fun watching the two of them. Like, and, like, there's going to just be, like, one player on either side of the floor just, like, dominating for, like, the next several years, hopefully. Like, it's going to be really fun matchups. And I can't wait to get payback in the playoffs again. At some point. Oh I wish we'd match like, up. We might in the play-in. 
men to play. <laughs> I I am excited for the thought of seeing you guys the play in. I want I want smoke. See, I don't understand why people shit on the play in teams because honestly, the play in are the most exciting thing about the first round. Um, yeah, because no, it's, it's gonna be evenly matched. Yeah. Also, like it's not like the Celtics are terrible. They're sitting in ninth place. Um, what are they? Twenty five and twenty four, or tw- yeah, twenty five and twenty four. Mm-hmm. They're the last ten. They've won seven out of three of their games. Apparently, their their f- f- starting lineup, right? The one that they are trying to keep: Marcus Marjan, Brown, Jason Tatum, Horford, and Robert Williams, mm-hmm. has the best defensive rating in the league amongst uh amongst like all five man lineups who've who've uh, had at least over a hundred minutes. Oh. So it's not like it's not like there's nothing there. It's just you want better consistency from Tatum, better consistency from Marcus Smart, pass the damn ball. And you and want depth. Because like, that's the that's the same issue like we're having, but like you guys it's a little better, but like you guys still we only have, have a little like bit an better eight depth. man serviceable rotation. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what happened in the NBA where like a couple years ago it seemed like teams had deeper benches and now like all the talents dried up. I have no idea what happened. Yeah, the problem was that you guys had Tatum and Brown on rookie contracts. So you were <laughs> able to nice surround him to with have. With uh, Kyrie, younger Al Horford, Kemba Walker on a max, like you, you, you guys had the luxury to spend money, and now you have to offer both of those guys max contracts because they're clearly worth the money. But it just seems like the team wasn't prepared to transition into that. Yeah, uh, this. It was, you know, it's the curse of having talent, of like having a lot of talent, because no one expected Marcus Smart to be worth as much as he he got his con- when he got his contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no one expected and he's not Brown that contract get, value right now. Yeah, no one expected Brown to be as good as he uh, that as he's been, especially because like that used to bump in with uh, Hayward when he was still on the team. Like Hayward, it's that's a, who I was forgetting. Another great player, even though. Yeah, he, the he, team he only wasn't had him built half for, the time. Yeah, the team was originally this core was originally built up with Tatum, Kyrie, and Hayward, and mm-hmm. Horford too, I guess. Mm-hmm. In that time, except for Tatum, we've and lost Brown. all of them. No, Brown wasn't part of the wasn't part of the original vision of the team. Oh, like he was going to be a solid six man, like off the bench type of player. Yeah, and yeah, then just, not, oh okay, yeah. You mean like not like yeah. the core core players? Yeah, Hayward got hurt. Brown exploded. Like I, I don't know him. Ex- he he was great. Uh, great. Terry Rozier was great. Jaylen and then Brown like nuclear. If you did a redraft of that year, Jalen Brown is the f- first or second pick. It depends. It's it's a preference thing on whether you're drafting Jalen Brown or Pascal Siakam. But like a redraft of that year, it's one hundred percent one of those two guys. Yeah, and I mean, what he got drafted like third or fourth, right? So it's not even like a. Uh, I think we got that pick from the Nets. Thank you for that. I, um, I thought but, he got yeah. drafted lower, maybe. Yeah, but it's just like. Um, and then maybe Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray's probably the, number three. The Celtics just haven't managed the talent. I feel like they have mismanaged their talent over the past. Uh, past couple seasons and refusing to make a deal <laughs> refusing to make deals refusing to change and honestly i don't know what you changed about this team maybe smart you, you may, maybe smart get rid of some draft picks like i don't know like i see it i see the core i see the potential but we're missing the, this team doesn't have the assets to fix to plug all their holes right away the good thing about it is you have tatum and brown under long-term contracts and they're like what 24 and 25 i think they're a little bit younger 
actually might be a little bit younger. But yeah, it's just super oh, young. Yeah, correction. Tatum's 19. <laughs> <laughs> but but like you have like two super young guys who are at star guaranteed star potential superstar between honestly both of them could break out to superstar status as of now like most people would just put their money on tatum being the superstar and then like brown is like like perennial all-star but not like top 10 players in the league type person but you never know because that man develops at like an insane rate yeah i'm actually i'm tired of superstar tatum being crowned the superstar the next superstar I think it got to his head. Maybe he did. That could be the case. He's playing like he thinks he's Kobe. Sometimes. All the time. And, and he's, he's shooting, not. He's, he's shooting worse from three than Siakam is this season. This is his worst uh, mm. uh, worst season mm. in, in terms of percentages. Mm. I mean, even Steph Curry gets cold streaks. Like, hopefully, like right now, Steph is like the 99th best player from three in terms of percentages. Really? Like, I didn't realize it was yeah. that bad. That's, that's, that's because of his volume. Though. He takes so many. I mean, Tatum's <laughs> is also because of volume. Yeah. No, but it's like Tatum is historically known to take bad shots. Mm-hmm. Like, I think last season, they were like, Tatum is the best, as as the most efficient player when it comes to taking shot, uh, the worst shots in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was just angry by that headline. I'm like, right, why, is, like, he why is he taking so, so many, many bad shots? <laughs> bad right. Shots. Like, <laughs> awesome. He makes a lot of them, but why is his shot selection so bad? It depends on, like, what percentage of his shots are, you know? Because, like, maybe, like, they do it based on, like, a whatever amount but yeah he definitely took too many bad shots and like i don't know this team frustrates me that's understandable it would frustrate me too (laughs) but my i have my own frustrations but at least i have scotty (laughs) at least you guys at least you guys won a championship recently yes we did yes we did and at least all nba siakam is back At least he's playing at that level. He's this is the best basketball he's played in his career. Like that 2019-2020 season where like he was an all-star and like made all NBA second team. He's improved. But people haven't been talking about it. Like it's just not something that's been acknowledged because he missed like a month or two. Came back. He was a little slow from injury. Do you know what his stats are over the past 30 days? Uh, he's averaging me. Nearly 24 points, 23.7, 9.1 rebounds, which I'm pretty sure is a career high for both of those. 6.7 assists, which definitely would be a career high if it held out. But, you know, like on the season, it's like slightly lower, but like it'll probably hold closer to that towards the end of the season just because he started slow. Uh, 0.6 blocks, 1.7 steals. And three turnovers is high, but he's averaging like seven assists. So, I mean, one point seven steals. He's base. He's almost catching up his uh, turnover numbers with that. Listen, twenty four points, nine rebounds, seven assists, two steals, three turnovers. That's all star level right there. That is. That it's is. Still, it's not Joel Embiid, but like that yeah. might be all NBA level. Because uh, yeah. I can't name three power forwards better than him in the Eastern Conference. Okay, it's probably not all NBA level, but like... Yeah, Giannis, KD, depending on what he decides to play. Yes, uh, KD's, the, KD's the second one. Uh, or I should say, KD and Giannis are the first and second ones. There is not another power forward better than Pascal Siakam. In the league, he could argue Tatum. <laughs> I wouldn't this season. I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue Tatum this season. I wouldn't argue AD this season. Well, you said Eastern Conference. How's Bam doing these days? I wouldn't argue Julius Randle this season. Bam is a center, and oh, okay. Pascal has been better. <laughs> He's back, bro. 
Demontis Sabonis, maybe. Oh, but not this pay- season. Not this season. Weren't the Pacers supposed to be selling everyone? What happened to that? Uh, supposedly not true. I don't know. Like it's kind of. I mean, fucking, I don't know. I think they're weighing out, seeing what people will offer them. They're the 13th seeds. Like, better the sell Hornets need to go lead. for Miles Turner. If the Hornets lock down Miles Turner, Hornets have been needing a big man for years. Like, their core is going to be, like, ridiculous with, like, LaMelo, Miles Turner, um, Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington kind of, like, Mid. He's not. I wouldn't count him as part of them. But the three, those three, Lamelo, Miles Turner, Miles Bridges. If nah, I don't even need to talk about the rest of the team. Doesn't matter. You have those three, you're fine. James Book Knight could end up being like a really good six man if he like pans out to like his scoring potential, like Lou Williams type role. Hornets are Hornets. Hornets have potential. Lamelo is very impressive, much more impressive than I thought he was going to be like right away when he entered the league. But like he came in and had an immediate yeah. impact. You got to respect that. I was I was worried about Lamelo because I'm just like there's this so much shot hype mechanics. around. <laughs> I I mean, shots people fix their shots and then you end up with Marco Fultz sometimes. But you know it happens. <laughs> uh, hey, if Lonzo fixed it. Like it's in the blood, it's in the genes. Yeah. No. Um, Levar told everyone he was like, "I got another son coming, and he's better than Lonzo. He's even better, <laughs> and he delivered." Yeah, he was fucking right. I'm sorry, Lonzo, but like Labello is better. <laughs> Lonzo's you, a I Lonzo's think... still a respectable NBA player though, like a good I NBA player. I wanted Lonzo. I was mad when Chicago got Lonzo over the Celtics. Lonzo like, is a good, respectable NBA player, and LaMelo still manages to be better because LaMelo has, like, all NBA potential. Yeah, what is it? Lonzo is your, is, like, your, uh, he's he's the guy. He's the guy, who, if, like, you have really top talent, he's the guy who will put you over the top. Uh, LaMelo's just that guy. Straight you know what up. it is? If they reach, like, if they reach like their their peak potential, it's like Lamelo's like a and it's like a little opposite because Lamelo's younger, but like Lamelo's like the Pau Gasol, whereas like Lonzo's like the Mark. Like oh my god, honestly, like props to them, they deserve mm-hmm. it. Definitely, like, just the hard work that Lonzo's put in, like him he and turned around. He turned around his career because. By year, I think three people were down on Lonzo, like thinking like he's done. Yeah, when they sent him to, uh, when they sent him to like Charlotte, like I mean not Charlotte, New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. Speaking of which, New Orleans um, hit, hit our line. Send us Brandon Ingram. Send us Brandon Ingram. Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. Oh blow, it up blow it up. Zion doesn't want to be there. Blow it up. Give us Ingram. Or you know, if you just want to screw over um, uh, Ben Simmons. <laughs> Do that, Ben Simmons for Zion. <laughs> blow it up, if blow I'm it up. Philly, give us Ingram. If I'm Philly, I'm thinking about that trade straight up. Make the call. Give me, give me Brandon Ingram. Just gotta I'll keep send, him away from those uh, Philly cheesesteaks. I'll send what? Uh, what you guys want? OG, Dragic, Boucher, Dragic, Boucher, Malachi Flynn in a first. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it in a heartbeat. I'll throw a second first on top of it. Just give me give me Ingram. I think he'd fit perfectly with, with what the Raptors are trying to do. But with that, we should probably end it there. It's been an hour. I don't know how we managed to talk for an hour because we walked in here with no game plan. We said all-star game and then we'll 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 freestyle and it worked out. We did it. You guys like hey, what you heard? I'm, exci- I'm excited. For what? I'm I'm just I'm just excited to see how the rest of the season goes. Yeah, yeah it's for been sure. completely unexpected. Playoffs like, will be fun this year. If okay, Miami expected to do well, but if I told you Chicago was going to be the second seed, nope, in, in the East in January, I thought I, I think when we did our you? predictions. I put them around six or like five. I put them really maybe, low, maybe or a little lower. Golden Golden State and Memphis would be number two and number three. Golden State being as dominant as they've been as number two, 
Memphis, Memphis is insane. You would have never to- had me believe that like Memphis went on like a nearly ten game winning streak without Ja or something like that. Yeah, and like sure, Duro hit comes and Ja came back, but not even more dominant with him. And I was like, ah, uh, of can't. course, because you can't just be under the assumption they lost their best player, so they're better. <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't, I don't know what how people were like. Memphis is better with Ja. Like those those people were like they were on something. Yep. But if you like what you heard, tune in again next week. Follow us Instagram and Twitter at Off the Screen Pod. Catch you next week. Yeah. Regularly update the the Instagram. <laughs> Still post on there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Almost daily. Yeah. Regular Instagram stories. Dead Twitter, but we can bring that back. If we get followers, I'll bring it back. <laughs> <laughs>